Welcome to another episode of Season 4, Pages Lessons. If you identify as someone who is ambitious, curious about life, and is a badass, you've come to the right place. This mini-series is specifically dedicated toward helping you explore your own unique healing journey. As a board-certified life coach, I made it my life's work to encourage and guide my clients to build a dream lifestyle and overcome any obstacles so they can feel more aligned with their most authentic self. As this season is titled, The Power of Healing, in just one year alone, I personally have participated in several different modalities beyond talk therapy that have truly transformed my life, and I can't wait to share them with you. In every episode, I will interview an expert that is a master of their craft, and they will break down a specific way to heal through their unique services. As a mental health advocate, I'm so excited to have these conversations that will bring you closer to optimal health and well-being. Together, we will discover how we define healing, what does healing actually look like, and feel like into practice. Make sure to listen to all the episodes of this season, stay open-minded, and remember, healing is a process, not an event. If we can take one step at a time, one feeling at a time, we'll walk through this discomfort and into the rest of our lives. <laughs> Hello, Miss Theo. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you doing, Paige? I'm good. Thank you so much for being a guest. And I'm so excited to get into this conversation. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and I'll wait for my next question. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored and grateful to be here. Um, and a little bit about myself. I am here in, I would say sunny LA, but it's been cloudy for like six months. So <laughs> I'm here in cloudy Los Angeles and I am a healing artist and I just love to connect with people. I love to hear their stories. I love to hear about their healing journeys. Other than that, I'm a singer, songwriter, photographer. I just like to create things and bring good vibrations wherever I go. Beautiful. And I failed before we hit record. I actually, what I like to do, this isn't a sponsor by the way, but I have this divine feminine mist. It's like aromatherapy crystal mist. So I just want to like spray it really quick for us. <laughs> okay. And just like sit in and I'm just so grateful to interview you and have you in my life. And I've only known you a few months, but I just feel so connected with you. So I just wanted to like clear the air with that and welcome good vibes in this, in this episode. So I love that Ooh, divine feminine goodness. Mm. Yes. We need that. Okay. Yes. So my, my go-to question I ask every guest is what was one dream you had for yourself growing up as a kid? <laughs> That's funny. It's hard because I had multiple dreams. <laughs> so many dreams. Um, I would say the one that sticks out the most, which is probably is the hardest one for me to accomplish. And it's the one thing I want the most is a dream of sharing my voice through music and singing to a mass amount of people and helping to heal through music and singing. And do you feel like you're on that path or that you've achieved some of that? You know, the first half of my life, I definitely was doing a lot of singing, like at school, you know, I was in, a, I chose my, my university solely based on the fact that it was the only school within Oregon that had a gospel choir. I didn't even go see the school. I didn't care. I was like, all right, this school's got a gospel choir. That's where I'm going. <laughs> and so um, now you're asking like, am I on there now? Have I done it? 
I did it for a while. And then I had to go through a really deep healing that had a lot to do with my throat chakra and my heart chakra. And there was just a lot of blockages and healing that I had to do from that. And now I'm just really honestly coming back out of there and relearning how to love singing and music again. Um, so yeah, I'm literally at that precipice right now. Like next week I'm going on the promenade and I'm going to sing on the third street promenade. So. Fun. Just That's amazing. Thank you. And it's really just to conquer my fears and just do it. Just push myself into the deep end. Why not? Oh my God. I love it. Why am I getting flashbacks of, have you seen Emily in Paris? Yes. Just that girl that saying oh, yes da, 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 da. <laughs> yes she, she has a very good voice yeah I don't know you give me those vibes of just that like that spirit and mm. that like romance too I don't know I love it yes yeah yes. let's manifest a little bit of that romance into my life <laughs> yes. um so my goal I mean how what a great segue right you're working on that with your healing process especially your throat and and heart, same here, girl. Um, so for this season, I wanted to focus on the power of healing. How do we define it? What does it look like into practice? And my intention is to interview experts like yourself on these different modalities, because I believe there's so much more we can discover beyond just talk therapy. And I think it's just really powerful to notice all of the areas of our life what are the strengths what are the things we want to work on and just pay attention to the healing journey what that looks like for us and so for me I mean I've been exposed to the term Reiki but I never really on my own dug into it I just kind of have a very surface level understanding and so I don't want to talk about it on my own because that's ignorant. So I want to talk to someone that's totally in it, loving it, practicing it. So let's get started on this conversation. So what led you, Theo, to the space of Reiki and also maybe clarifying what Reiki is versus like energy work or I guess the semantics around that too? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Well, thank you for providing this platform. I love, love, love that because Yes, what, what might work for one person may not work for the next person. So it's all about exploring and experimenting, um, which is kind of what my retreats, the Empowered Experiment is all about. Yeah, so same thing, but in podcast form, <laughs> which I love. Um, so how I got here was through my own healing journey. So just to give you a little bit of background, I first moved to LA about 14 years ago for music originally, and then I got seduced by money and security, <laughs> by them dollar bills. And I did that for 10 years and it sucked my soul <laughs> and I was depressed and suicidal and I just wasn't myself. I don't know who I was. I, I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. And um, so I dug really deep to do my healing for a, a few years. And then the pandemic came around and my mentor and friend, Sarah from Energy House, she was, she and Rebecca were teaching Reiki level one. And I didn't even know what Reiki was, but it just called to me. I was like, I don't know what it is. I'll just show up and see what happens. What do we got to do during the pandemic? So we took the class, I took the class and it's all about self-healing. So learning how to heal yourself first. Um, and I practiced that for six months every single day. And it completely 
changed my life. Oh, I just got chills when I said that. Because <laughs> it did. It, it, I used to carry so much anxiety here where my trauma was. I just be all up in my head all the time. But practicing this every day, like, removed that. And it gave me freedom from myself and freedom from my anxiety and my sadness and my depression. So once I saw how it affected me, I was like, wow, everybody needs to know about this cheat code. <laughs> Reiki is a cheat code. So that's why I decided to learn and become a master so I can help others heal themselves. And I truly believe that that's the greatest way we can help heal the world is by starting here first giving ourselves the power to heal ourselves first. And Reiki is just one of the modalities that you can try. And I love it. Reiki means spiritual energy. So you're like, what is that? What does that even mean? <laughs> everything's a frequency, everything's a vibration. So what Reiki is, is a beautiful high frequency form of healing energy light. So it's unconditional love, it's universal love, it's breath of life, it's everything that connects us. And of those of you who are listening, you're like, what does that, like, what? I can't see it, I can't touch it. It's true, you can't see it, you can't touch it, but can you feel the effects of it? Yes, 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 yes. And the biggest way for you, for it to be effective for you is for you to be open to receiving whatever healing's meant for you. So when we go into a session, I'm just the channel, I'm the conduit. So my job is to clear myself as much as possible for whatever healing and messages are meant for the, re the receiver. So the receiver, it will be more effective for you the more open you are. So your job is just to be open. And my job is to help shine a light on the areas of your body or your life, or your spirit, your heart, your emotions that just need extra tender love and care or that need some stagnant energy moved out of there and cleansed out of there. So that's, that's you know, a form. <laughs> I don't know if I answered that, but that's basically what Reiki is. And it's, for me, I've experienced a lot of, in my mind, miracles through Reiki. So I completely believe in it in my own life and others. And I've witnessed a lot of beautiful things um, and just witnessing a lot of people break free from the shackles that they have on themselves. Mm. So, mm, so Reiki is dope as fuck and it's a cheat code and everyone shall learn it. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And I, I love like just these conversations I'm having with all of these experts because asking how you got into it, like there's been a lot of people that are like, it found me mm -hmm. <laughs> and well, I was going through my own journey and then this came up. So it's kind of cool that everyone's story around healing is so like on the value of yourself first, mm -hmm. um, even in the dark, dark place, right. Where you were sharing about your experience. It's amazing that we don't even know what's on the other side. And even after I'm sure you've done the Reiki training and you've practiced for so long, there's still that like unknown of like, I don't even know how good it's going to get, but I'm super stoked for it to ca to happen, you know? And I, I love that. What you just said is, cause that's all about the art of surrender and the art of trusting in the universe and really letting go. Um, 
because it's in those times where we let go that the magical things actually come to fruition, <laughs> but it's hard to let go. So it, it is, that's why I call it the art of letting go because it is an art. So anybody out there who's listening, who has, you know, mastered that art of letting go, kudos to you because it ain't easy. And I hope that wonderful, beautiful things come to you. <laughs> yeah. And could you share more about like Reiki in terms of, uh, are there levels, right? So you did Reiki level one, like what is the, I don't like, how would you, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> Tell me. Yes, there are levels to this Reiki game. Uh, level one is all about self-healing. So learning how to heal yourself first, because how can you heal anybody else if you can't? heal yourself, right? You got to start with one. So that's level one. Level two is learning how to be a practitioner. So how to heal others with hands-on healing and learning how to do distance healing as well, which is just as effective because when COVID happened, everyone was like, oh my gosh. And then everything had to be virtual and, you know, realized, wow, it's just as effective because it's frequency and vibrations. Um, and then level three is master level. And that just teaches you so much more. And it opens up kind of this energetic portal, <laughs> as you would say, um, that just kind of unlocks so many other things. And when my, when Sarah from Energy House, she was like, oh, Theo, you're, you're ready to go to master level, but that's when like shit gets crazy. And I was like, what? <laughs> and yes, that is when shit got crazy. I was like, whoa. I mean, this is not for everybody because everyone has their own different experience. But when I became a master, it, I started, that's when I started seeing angels during my sessions, they started coming to visit that's when my channeling became a lot more clear. Um, and channeling is, you know, basically just during my sessions, if messages or ancestors or spirit guides come through with a message, that's what essentially comes through during a session. Um, so yeah, all those things kind of like opened up. <laughs> um, so it was really, really, really cool. So Reiki is really just you know, for wherever you are in your journey, if you want to just learn it for yourself, great. If you want to learn it for someone else, awesome. And if you want to take it to the next level and really make an impact, you know, on a larger scale, then get to the master level, but you can become a master and not heal others either. You can mm. for yourself as well. It doesn't I, I was going to ask if, because whoever I have had energy work or I've, or I've seen a psychic or you know, any kind of human being that can connect to a spiritual level beyond this plane, I've always wondered, like, do they have just some special gift that other people don't have? Or can this be trained? Um, because I believe in myself that I do have some type of spiritual I, I can't read a crystal ball or anything and I can't predict the future, but I definitely feel like whenever I have a headache, um, which is only above my left eyebrow, I've never had a headache anywhere else in my life. It feels very third eye that like something's going to happen. And that's just how I'm interpreting it. So anyway, I'm just sharing that like, I feel like I have my own abilities, if you will, or clairvoyance or whatever, but mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't know if everyone does, or maybe not everyone's attuned to it. So like, what are your thoughts on like, can anybody practice this for other people or is it only for like the selected few or gifted? Mm -hmm. Great, great 
question because I definitely want to dispel this myth that it's only a few people. We all have the ability and gifts already within us as human beings, but we have been blocked from society's noise, from work, from television, from whatever is coming our way. It's distract, it's distract, distract, distract. And we've been told our whole lives, if we want to heal, we got to go somewhere else. We got to find that somewhere else, or we got to find that in a religion, or we got to find that in a messiah, or we got to find that. Now, first of all, let me say, there's nothing wrong with being in a religion if that is what works with for you the best, right? But as a society, we've been told to look outwards. So we're taking the power away from ourselves when in reality, we've had that power within ourselves the whole freaking time. We just need to be reminded of that. And so what you're seeing a lot in the spiritual wellness movement right now is that a lot of, a lot of like, indigenous practices, a lot of old ancestral practices that we have been doing for centuries are now finally becoming more, coming more to light, you know, when we've been doing it for so long, but, you know, now we're paying attention to it, we're waking up to it. So everyone has it, everyone has the ability to do it. It's just that we have to be aware of it, choose to work that muscle, because it is a muscle you have to work and um, believe in it. You know, that someone once told me, someone close to me, <laughs> because they don't, you know, understand my way of life, which is totally okay. Um, they were like, Theo, magic doesn't exist. So just like, <laughs> I know, and I was like, <laughs> so like <laughs> but I understood where they're coming from, you know, but I was like, well, I'm always going to believe that magic exists because I've seen it. I've seen it happen. So I know it exists. <laughs> so yeah, it's a modality that anybody can tap into. And if people want to tap more into the third eye intuition then and psychic abilities, then go for it. But what does it take to get there is being in tune with your inner self, mm -hmm. releasing anything that could block your psychic ability. So that means low vibrational things, people who are usurping and taking away energy from you instead of giving like jobs, careers that aren't feeding your soul, um, anger, frustration, sadness, all those things block our chakras. Mm -hmm. So, so if you want to tap into that then start from within first. Beautiful. Well, I don't know if we, I don't think we've defined it yet, but how do you define healing? Oh, healing. I feel like healing is looking at yourself since the beginning of time, whether it's in this dimension or if you believe in past lives from the beginning of time, <laughs> way back then, which I believe in because I think that things that happen in your past lives affect you now and you can use what you learned in past lives to apply it now <laughs> so you can get ahead of the game. Um, so healing, I think, is just going within and seeing all that you were given, you know, and all that you got to work with and all of the areas that have potential for growth. You know, no one's perfect. No one just comes out the womb like, whoa, I got it all figured out. <laughs> because if we were like, life would be boring, okay, if, if that, was, that was the case. So we're here with, you know, 
things we had to go, gotta grow from, things we gotta heal from so we can elevate, so we can get to where we wanna be, so we can learn lessons. Because it's in the lessons where we really find you know, ourselves and find who we truly are. So yeah, healing, I think, is just looking at yourself and creating a safe space for yourself so that you can take the time to explore, experiment with healing modalities. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, just like peeling every onion layer, you know? That is definitely a common thing that the, these different experts are saying, we're, we're, this onion theme, man, there's so <laughs> it's constantly the onion theme. Um, but that's good. That means we're on track, right? There's, there's yeah. clearly a deepening. It's a process. It's a journey. It's not an end all be all destination healing as in ing it's continual, not yeah. healed. Um, and I love the factor that you put that was really special a safe space within mm-hmm. yourself. I think we take advantage of that. Like we don't really, I mean, I'm projecting here, but I feel like the majority of the population wouldn't know what a safe space looked like if it hit them in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, for whatever reason, we weren't given permission to truly be our authentic selves based on society and all this stuff. So it's like, how can I create that safe space within? And I think a lot of it comes with worthiness. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not feeling worthy, then I don't give a shit about a safe space. So why would I even do the work? Right. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's, what's really cool with Reiki and the work that you do in session and how you literally are moving energy through the body, anything stale, stagnant. Um, it, when you were talking about that, it reminded me of like, you're, um, you're kind of like a janitor, if you will, like you are, you're multi, uh, talented where you want me to mop the floors, I'll mop the floor. You want me to wash the windows. I'll do that. You want me to gut the, the gutters, whatever I'm gonna gut the gutters. So like you have multiple tasks as a janitor to clean this body. Yeah. Um, so I think that's cool to just see what comes up. And when you're in session, you may have a goal. Like I, approached you I was like hey my intention is to clear out stale stagnant energy as I step into this new adventure for myself Mm -hmm. and yeah you can work on that but like clearly throughout that hour or whatever shit came up so um yeah thoughts on that (laughs) yeah um healing is there's no linear way it's like the place and so when you come into your reiki session it is good to come in with an intention right because you're the one really setting the energy and the tone of everything um but oh wait i'm like i just had a brain fart <laughs> i'm like Durr. wait sorry remind me again that's okay um so i think maybe just go into when you're in a reiki session like maybe like the process of oh, like what's going yeah. on thank you very much smoking too much cannabis lately. Um, so 
Yeah. So when you, you can come with intentions, but what I always tell every um, recipient before we start is that whatever comes through is meant to come through. So, you know, you may experience visions of, of past lives. You may have color quests. You may, you know, have a breakdown. You may have a release of emotions. It's different for every single person, but whatever your higher self and your guides want you to know in that moment, they're going to bring up. So then they'll bring that to me to then regurgitate to you. <laughs> and then it's ultimately up to you to, you know, journal about it, meditate on it and see like how it resonates with you. So, um, yeah, so I just kind of tell every person that whatever happens during the session, no matter how little or how much is exactly what needed to happen. Yes. And maybe tell the listeners too. So say it's their first time doing a Reiki session what does it look like, whether it's in-person or remote? Like, are you laying down? Are you listening to music? Are you breathing a certain way? Like, tell them what they're in for. For sure. Okay. Again, different with every single practitioner. Um, but for mine, you, you come in, you know, the place will be all cleansed, saged, crystals out and everything. And typically I can get a sense of which crystals to pull out intuitively the night before the day or the couple of hours beforehand. And then it usually kind of tells me what chakra needs like the most work. So if I'm growing, like pulling a lot of green, I think with you, we pulled a lot of green. So it was like heart chakra. <laughs> um, so I'll pull those out. I'll have it all ready. And you'll lay on a table on your back for about 40 minutes. And then um, you just have to relax. All you have to do is relax and be open. Most importantly, be open to receive. And so I'll go around, I'll scan your chakras and your body and see if there's anywhere in there that needs to be worked on. You'll hear me making noises. Like if I um, see like stagnant energy somewhere, I'll identify it and then I'll suck it out. <laughs> and then I, I transmute it. So that transmuting means I'm changing the current energy into positive energy and then sending it out into the universe because we want to send good energy out into the universe we don't need to be sending everyone's bad energy <laughs> not bad sorry bad is not a good word but you know stagnant energies so um i'll go in that there and we'll do that and then we'll flip you over i'll do your back and then um so we'll work on your physical body working on your spiritual body, your heart, and your mind as well, and rebalancing all of your chakras, working on your back, releasing some karmic stuff too, because some things may be attached to you just from like old ancestral cycles and karmic loops. So we take care of that. We pump some like good energy into your organs. <laughs> we take care of everything. It's basically like a tune-up. Um, and then afterwards I do, um, some drumming over your body. It's the Buffalo drum, which I love so much. I mean, which you didn't get to experience in person because we did it virtually, but in person it's, it's one of my, it's uh, everyone's favorite. And it's my favorite part because you just really feel those like frequencies and vibrations really seeping into your body. And so when I'm doing that, I'm saying Daikon Mio, which means the empowering light of Reiki. So I'm locking that light into your body and your aura field. And then after that, I'll do a little root chakra sound bowl to bring your body and your mind and your spirit back into the space that we're in and back to earth because we went on a journey and then another um sound bowl just to align our chakras and i forgot to say in the beginning we do a little breath work too just to help you really be in the moment you know and release any worries that you had before coming into the session and and then after that we have a debrief that lasts about 30 to 45 minutes just talking about you know what you experienced what 
intuitive messages came through and yeah, we record it and you take it home and you can have it for later and you can like revisit that, you know, as much as you want. Cause something may make sense right away and some things make sense like weeks or months or a year later. Totally. Awesome. Well, um, I guess like, let's close that out and then we'll hop into like my experience, but so, okay. So the client will do all those things. And then what are some tips for aftercare? Like, what do you tell them now that they're all open and exposed and cleansed, you know, what's next? Yes. Also great question because there is an after process. So after that, for the next 21 days, you know, you, you just downloaded all these higher frequencies and our human bodies aren't used to that. So it's going to kind of like make our bodies go. Um, so you might be really tired afterwards, or you might have like sudden bursts of energy. You might have no appetite. And then you might all of a sudden be like, I want to eat everything in sight. That's totally, no, totally normal. Um, things may come up for you to address that maybe you have been like putting off to the side or haven't wanting to address. Um, so in the next few weeks, you may have an emotional little coaster because it's going to bring up that shit for you to process. <laughs> um, then now that you're more open to, you might be seeing more syn synchronicities, more signs. You might be getting more vivid dreams. Um, you're just going to be more open to hearing, you know, not only your guides, but yourself and your higher self. You'll be a lot more connected to your higher self. Um, so yeah, drink lots of water to detox. And most importantly, give yourself grace, nourish yourself and give yourself grace and know that it is, it's not a race. It's a lifelong marathon, lifelong marathon. Let me say that. Cause even I've been even guilty of like, okay, I'm done with my healing. And then as soon as I say that, it's like, poof, you're like, oh shit, never mind. <laughs> They're like, oh, you thought you were done here. Let me humble, humble you right now. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Okay. My mistake. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. That's so important because I think that's also that trap, right? Oh, I'm healed. We're good. I'm done. No more. Wait, KO, you're fucking not done. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think if I can just be a little vulnerable and share our session that I had with you and my intention, like I said earlier, was to release stagnant energy. You know, this past year in California, I've encountered a lot of different people and I met a lot of different people. And so I still felt like there were vibes on me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to just like move that through and like anything that's lingering, please Theo, like get it off me. Like there's only so many showers I can take. Um, and so I wanted to know what that experience was like. And I, I loved how relaxing it was. And also side note, which was really interesting from a spiritual sense is you, since this was virtual, you did play music. However, technology said not today bitch and our whole session was actually silent but that's okay because I think that was meant to happen I think it was meant for me to really like tune in and maybe music for me would have been distracting so I mean it was just very interesting how you're like yeah I'm gonna play this song and technology's like actually you're not so I thought yeah yep. your guys are like no she doesn't need that right now she doesn't need that <laughs> 
So for me, what was going on during the session, I mean, I was very relaxed. I'm in my own home. Um, so I was just breathing. I was comfortable. I immediately started having visuals. And in general, I am a visual person. I'm, I daydream all the time. I, that's just who I am. I visualize everything. I put myself as if I'm already there. Um, but I had these visions of literally like I had to write some of these down, but I felt like there are these little, um, prickly stickers all over my stomach. Um, and like you, like someone's hands were just taking them off and then like rubbing some like Vaseline on it being like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. And then just continue to prick, 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 like taking them off. I also had visions of, um, my like insides were like very gooey and like, I remember later you reflected that it was tar. So just like this, there's just a lot of yucky shit going on that you're trying to cleanse out. And then I also had this random vision that I was riding a horse naked. Um, and this horse was going super fast, um, just on a very flat plane. But then once like it got to this like very scary dark forest, it was like really slowly trotting in the forest and I just take that vision of like I'm fucking going for it I'm like going for my dreams I'm like let's go 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 but wait now that there's the thickness of the woods let me be a little cautious um so I was kind of just like being open to what are the visions that are going on how like what you know and I'm my eyes are closed the whole time I don't want to know what you're doing like I don't want to see the magic behind the curtain, right? Like, I don't want to know what you're doing, but I was hearing, you know, you sucking. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> there's, she's sucking something. And anytime when you explain that too, it reminded me of like a snake, you know, you're sucking out the vent, like the venom and you're spitting it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then lastly, what I'll share on my end was I had very briefly, like my grand came in, and she just like gave me a quick message of like, Paige, you just need to have more discernment of who's in your life and who, because every single person from now on is going to have a purpose. So you need to be, have more discernment on who you accept. And that could be romantically friendship, whatever. Um, but just the discernment was really important. So I was like, okay, grandma, I hear you. And then my dad came in very briefly too. Um, I think to speak, honestly, I think, so I've had, um, I've had a medium before, like we had a session, this was like maybe a couple years ago. And I think honestly, and my dad passed away. I think honestly, anytime that I have any kind of, um, psychic or practitioner and there's a window of that my dad can come in. I think he just comes to just pop in just to say hi. Like I really do because he, he left me, uh, I guess not early, but like he was older. So like he, I was technically like robbed of time, if that makes sense. So I think literally when my shit is open and I have a guide, um, I, I literally just think my dad is just like nosy and he just like comes in. He's like, wait, can I just like talk to Paige like really quickly, even though like it has, it's just, like really random. Um, that's just kind of, I just feel like that's just like his vibe anyway. It's just like, wait, let me, let me come in. I want to, I want to say hi. So anyway, 
that was my uh that was my energy experience and then afterwards um I was really tired but I did I felt open I felt I felt really good I felt like a weight was lifted off and I loved our debrief and the visions you had so anyway I'll wrap up my end so that you can talk Theo um but I just wanted to share like my session with you and the impact that it had Mm, thank you for sharing thank you for sharing that because it's such a personal session you know so for you sharing it and just as an example to everybody is really beautiful um yeah and when you're talking about your dad I was getting waves of chills <laughs> so yeah he definitely yeah he's definitely here <laughs> and it's super beautiful that we have an opportunity like that to still feel connected to them you know because we are still connected through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I love it. And I guess for the reader or the readers, the <laughs> listeners, um, the listeners that are like, okay, well, I'm, a, I'm curious, like I've never done Reiki or any, any kind of energy work. Like how would I even find someone that's legit? Because I feel like there's a lot of kooks out there. So what could be some steps, some green flags for people to look into if they wanted to hire one? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I always say referrals are the best, you know, because if like your friend went to somebody or your friend's friend went to somebody and they like them, like that's always the best way to go because, you know, there's lots of people you can go to. Um, and also there's people who do it different types of ways. So it's almost like finding like your hairdresser, or like you know, you, you can find the right fit and you might need to meet a couple people, you know, but I would just go referrals who has the best like reviews. And, and who has what you're looking for? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people come to me based off of my energy, you know? Um, and I focus a lot on heart and throat chakra and empowerment. So I, so I feel like a lot of people come to me are in that moment of their life where they're just like, oh, I don't, I feel stuck. I don't know what to do. Who am I? You know, let's break that shit open. <laughs> let's shine a light on that. Um, so I would just say that's probably the best ways through referrals word of mouth that's a good idea and like but what if someone doesn't really know what they're looking for or what they want they just are kind of just interested into it yeah I mean you can always google <laughs> you know where you are you can google like practitioners read their reviews um yeah that's probably the easiest way to do it but if you could find someone who has experience with it that would be really great um but if you want to learn more about it then there's also a book. There's tons of books that you can read about it, but there's one that I first started with, which is called um, The Japanese Art of Reiki. So Reiki originated from Japan. So there's two different ways that you can be taught it. The Japan way, which is the Japanese way, which is based off of the diamonds. So it's like heavenly diamond, heart diamond, earth diamond. Whereas the Western way is the seven chakras. Yeah. Can you blend them together or is that so possible no absolutely since i work with westernized clients and they understand the chakra system a little better then yeah because when i go through i do go through every single chakra <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah so you can do both mm-hmm. okay so okay that's helpful and you did you know in our session you went through each one and for me because i'm in my healing journey and I'm super fucking aware of like 
what's blocking me, what's going on when you were giving me your feedback of like what you saw and what you experienced. Like it wasn't that surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Some were, I was like, oh, like, but it was more just like a, well, duh. Yeah. Um, I know that about me, but it's so validating. Like it's really like just confirming more of my journey or like what I'm working on. I've said this before on an episode, but it's, I, no matter what I, I continue to have throat and heart, uh, patterns. It's like, no matter, no matter how much work I go, I, no matter how much work I do, shit's always there. Um, it's like more than any other part of me, Mm. which is so fascinating because I feel like with the throat, you know, I know what the fuck to say and I feel very confident in myself, but I do have a, like in human design, I have an open heart. Um, and that can get really confusing of like trying to prove myself, Mm. um, and feel that validation. So anyway, when you, since you said you do work mainly with like throat and heart chakras, like what are the things you're looking for? Or what are maybe some like surface level symptoms or tell me more about those two chakras. Mm -hmm. Okay. Symptoms that, that may, how do you know if your throat and heart chakra are blocked? (laughs) There you go. Um, throat chakra. I mean, first of all, do you have anxiety? Like, you know, sometimes like you just care if you're feeling like just tight, tense, painful, then that's just, that's sometimes trauma that's like stuck there. Um, If you have been punished for speaking your truth or expressing your emotions or your feelings and you got turned down for it, that could definitely block your throat chakra because you don't feel like you have the freedom to express yourself. Um, If you're at work and you have creative ideas, but you're scared to express them, that's also a block. Um, Your heart chakra Mm, so many ways that this can be blocked because love is so woo, a lot. <laughs> um, feelings of not loving yourself, feelings of unworthiness, that's blocking your heart. Um, fear, that blocks the heart. Fear of getting hurt, that blocks the heart. Um, feelings of just not being good enough, that blocks the heart. Mm -hmm. oh my god there's so 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 many things but it really starts with inside first do you love yourself first because if you don't love yourself then you're not creating a safe space in your heart chakra to even receive love and what is your advice on even just taking a baby step to loving yourself because a listener may be like I don't even like myself you know so like a big jump to love is pretty big so what could be maybe in your opinion a small baby step or a goal to just start liking and then eventually love Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm. first of all your higher self already loves you unconditionally (laughs) you are already loved it's your human self who's gone through a bunch of shit that has built up walls to protect yourself, which is completely understandable, but we have to go back and unlearn those things. And so how do we like ourselves first? Ooh, it's going back to that inner child, doing the things that bring you joy, something simple as dance, taking a dance class, painting, 
singing, acting, being creative, creating something with your hands, doing art, doing something creative that opens up your heart chakra. And that brings joy. And the more joy you bring into your life, then the more you're gonna be actually thinking and moving from a place of higher vibration. So the likelihood of you talking shit to yourself, it will be lower the more you fill up your own cup. You know, I used to be an overgiver, burning myself out all the time, you know, and I still have to learn that, especially as a healer, you know, but I really try now to not tip my cup for anybody. Like if they want to drink from my cup, they're going to have to drink from my overflow. So it's my job to fill my cup up as much as possible. And then what you're going to get from the overflow is so much juicier and sweeter than the half empty cup. Promise you that. Oh my God, that's so good. The overflow. Mm. Oh man, that just like changes the game to I'm not going to settle for the bare minimum for myself, for other people. And it's kind of like when you're like, at least in America, the school system of like, you know, the grade letter C is average and so you can just get by by having c grades whatever you're still graduate whatever and then you have like the overachievers who do the extra credit and get a plus 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 whatever like but so that i'm just kind of like thinking as a metaphor of like just going through life and just kind of being like meh here's 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 what i have to offer It's not, but like, if we're talking about like filling up my cup to my joy, to my values, and then that shit will fucking overflow. We're, we're not settling here, folks. Like we're living our best fucking life. And then that's the version you're going to get. And how, I mean, shit. I feel like that would have to take someone to really give a shit about life to get even to the point of overflow Mm. I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like you'd have to like really love the game of life to even want to overflow I don't know what do you think I don't love the game of life (laughs) I will tell you that right now I have a hard time living in the 3d world and in the 5d world world and in the earthly world so I struggle with that and I, so sometimes I do struggle filling up my own cup, you know, cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm all up here in the spirituality. Like, and then I'm like, fuck, I have to come down here. Shit. Yes. <laughs> Shit. I have to fill this cup up. Mm. So it's work. It takes work, work, work. And yeah, I don't think it takes like having to love the game of life to, to do it. It's more of just like, how do I want to feel right now? So I want to keep on feeling shitty, but do I want to feel good? So what's the quickest way to get there? Oh. Feeling up my own cup. And if you're if you're like, oh my God, that's too much dancing, creative stuff, that's too much. If you at sunshine, go sit out in the sunshine. Like go out being nature, because being out in nature and grounding your feet, your bare feet to the ground and being around trees, that's high vibrational and that's already healing in itself. There's something called forest bathing that the Japanese have also um, created, and it's a beautiful form of therapy. Just being out in nature, being one with them, listening to the sounds of nature, feeling the, the ground, smelling, oh, just being connected back to earth. Mm, 
I love that. And that's really important that you made that distinction too of like, you just reminded me of the message that we do have a choice. We have a choice to feel like shit. I do tell my clients, you're going to have a shitty day or a shitty five minutes. And let yourself have that shitty five minutes, cry, be angry. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to ever suppress someone of like, oh, you feel fear. Oh, you feel anger. That's not good. Let's get that away. It's like, no, express your fucking self. And are, what else do you wish to create in your life? And like you said, how can I get there faster? What could be a catalyst? And it sounds like just having a, even having a Reiki session once can really open the doors and change your life. And I was going to ask you, um, as we're wrapping up here, just a couple more questions about it is how often do you recommend someone have Reiki sessions? Like what is your kind of like doctor's recommendations? (laughs) Well, it really depends on each person, um, and what you are going through and how much you want to, and how much you're like really wanting to move through that stuff. So some people come to me every quarter. So every few months, some people go come to me once a year just to have their, like, you know, one. And then some people come to me like a few times in a short amount of period, if they really want to work through something, or if they're going through grief, you know, like that's really hard. Or if they're really trying to release some really heavy energies, um, but it's really different for every single person and dependent on what you want and need. Cool. So you got some options. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else on Reiki or energy work or healing that we didn't cover? Hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. What? Amazing. I love it. Well, I want folks to make sure that they know about you. They can get connected with you. Are you offering any live events or virtual events? Tell us what's going on in your world. Yes. So virtually, if you are not in LA, that's okay. We can totally still work together. You can either take Reiki level one virtually, which is all about self-healing or Reiki level two, which is about becoming a practitioner. Um, And then we can also do Reiki sessions through Zoom as well. Um, And then if you are in the LA area, we can do it in person. And I've been um, also throwing these in-person retreats. One of them, one series of them is called Empowered Experiment and is really kind of like this podcast, basically bringing all different types of healers into one space for people to really experience and try it out and see what works for them. Um, And then in August, um, if when we have more information, we'll put it in the show notes show link notes (laughs) but um for my birthday this year i'm I'm turning 40 in a couple months and so for my birthday i wanted to throw a sunday night dinner which is something i've been really wanting to do for a long time and um, when i was going through so i used to be the friend who would like feed everybody like everyone come over let's feed and like hang out and just like have a good community but then when i became really depressed and suicidal i didn't have that capacity anymore. And then I felt kind of lost not having that identity actually. And so, but it was when my friends were like, Theo, we know you're not feeling well, but just come over and eat. And like, you can take a nap. Like You don't have to say anything. Just come over and eat, take a nap, whatever. And that was so comforting and healing for me. And not everybody has those types of friends and has that community, especially in LA because we're full of transplants. 
So I wanted to create a Sunday night dinner for other people who are feeling lonely, sad, disconnected, you know, who just want a warm space to land, you know, and a nourishing meal. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping to throw that for my birthday <laughs> this year. Um, It'll be a fundraiser as well. Amazing. Beautiful. Yep. You can find that in the show notes. And where can the listeners go to connect with you? Yes. The easiest way is probably through Instagram. I have like 5,000 Instagrams. So the first one you can start with is I am Miss Theo. That's my personal one. It's I-A-M-M-I-S-S-T-H-E-O. And in my link tree um, off of that, you'll find everything else. So I'm a photographer. You find me there, or you can go to my website, theotakesphotos.com. Um, you can also go to my healing house of Theo Instagram as well. Um, but you can find all that in there. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Well, Theo, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I know our friendship is very new, but I'm truly honored that you're in my life. And I just think you're such a beautiful fucking soul. Like I, I I'm speechless really. Um, just like when I first met you, which was at a rooftop retreat in in LA, it was just like so rad. And she was taking pictures. I was like, this girl's energy is like ridiculous, like so contagious. I was like, I need to know who this bitch is. Um, I'm just like super grateful for you. Thank you for my Reiki session. Thank you for coming on. Um, I hope you had fun. Mm, I had such a good time. So thank you for seeing me. First of all, I appreciate that. And thank you for providing this platform for me to talk about my work and my mission here on earth. And so grateful to know and meet you too. And I'm excited for your adventure, girl. So I'll be rooting you on the whole way. (laughs) Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you, Theo, for taking the time to share your words of wisdom. Thank you to my listeners out there. And remember every single day provides a lesson. Go out there, dream big. And I'll catch you next week. Take care. Love it. Thanks so much for listening to Paige's Lessons with me, Paige Mitchell. You can find me on several social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all using the same handle at pagemitchell.coach. Got any questions about the show? Send me an email at connect at pagemitchell.coach located in the show notes. And if you really like the show, Don't forget to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. Please make sure to leave a rating and review because I love hearing your observations, takeaway, and personal journey. Remember, every day provides a lesson. You got this.